0: monkey on down i'm a monkey to you joke juggler clown three races as they walk into a bar three races as they walk into a bar three races boss. as they walk into a bar three races as they walk into a bar we're going to record for we're calling it right think teach
1: right the right
2: order. (laughs) You're listening to Write, Think, Teach, a product of the Writing Across the Curriculum program at The Ohio State University. You just heard Lou Mirage reading an excerpt from his poem, Monkey on Down, that won the Academy of American Poets Arthur Wrens Prize. Lou is currently a PhD candidate and writing instructor in the Department of English at The Ohio State University. Lou is a poet, scholar, and educator who has thought a lot about this issue. If you're wondering what microaggressions are, Lou describes some of them in his poem, but he also talks about them in his writing courses. So we interviewed him to get his thoughts on how other instructors might adopt some of his teaching strategies in their courses.
1: I So every time I ask my students um, what they think of my microaggressions are, I get the same response. This has happened three or four times. I don't get a definition. I get an example. And the example is... A microaggression is like when um, a white woman sees a black guy on the street and she clutches her purse. Um And that's true. That's definitely a microaggression. But what I think students um, sort of have trouble with seeing is how um, language can be microag- microaggressive. Uh, and so that's what I hope to open them up to when I deal with them in the classroom. Um, and that's sort of what I think people get that kind of very um, real, very tangible um, someone grabbing their purse uh, because they sense danger and how that can be problematic. But they don't necessarily always think about how are the words that I'm using racist, sexist, or ableist.
2: Here's Lou's definition of microaggressions.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, So this is a definition, sort of a working definition, that I use when uh, I teach um, and also sort of how I conceive of of microaggressions. Um, I think microaggressions are everyday sort of casual expressions of discrimination. Um, They aren't necessarily overtly uh, discriminatory. Uh, It might not be something that is overtly sexist or racist or ableist, um, but inherently is so. Um, through uh, words or through actions, yeah. I usually talk about micro- microaggression specifically on the day that we read uh, Claudia Rankine's Citizen, an American Lyric, which I, I would highly recommend. It is a series of vignettes of accounts of um, microaggressive interactions. Um, the, it's a long poem. I've taught, I usually teach short sections of it, we get into this text and we think about how one. Why is why is Rankine using the second person? Like, what's the effect of, the effect of doing something like that? What What is the impact of thinking about um, everyday interactions that aren't really necessarily that interesting? You know, as a piece of literature, it's not like. You know, there are no explosions. then, you know, it's not. It's <laughs> not. It's not like an action movie um uh but so why focus in on these everyday casual interactions with between individuals and in doing so we get to think about how people talking to each other uh, and about each other um in different ways and why why language really is powerful
2: we asked Lou what he suggests other instructors might do if they want to introduce the concept of microaggressions in their courses, and here are his ideas.
1: Um, so I always do, so in terms of recommendations um, for the classroom, I always do on the second day of class after we get through the syllabus. I, I do a positioning exercise where I have my students, um, get students to think about what are systems of power, like what do we mean when we think about power? Um, and we break down okay you know there's a church and there's a state etc and then I say okay well who is like what kinds of identities are marginalized by these these powers and what kinds of identities are privileged by these um, powers and we make a huge list um, students are great at coming up with these um, these identity categories and then I ask them to write a reflection on the ways in which that they fall which cat whichever categories they fall into um, the ways in which they are, you know, they have felt marginalized or they have benefited from privilege. Uh, and that's how I start my cl- class off. And in the first few um, few sessions, I really sort of try to rem- remind them of the language of privilege and marginalization. Um, and so that it's not necessarily just saying, um, making the move of, I recognize I am privileged because, um, but also thinking about what are the ways in which that we can use privilege to help marginalized people? And what is what are the ways in which marginalized people can have voices or be allowed spaces to have voices?
2: Yeah, so like just hearing you talk, it sounds like you have a really, um, almost like a, a top-down approach to microaggressions, kind of helping students see a very big picture of power and power structures, and then how that, Works in something like a poem, or something like you know interactions and, and speech.
1: I want students after we talk about these things, and people after they read my poem, to really sort of think about how these things are operating on a larger scale. The poem actually opens with um, a comparison um, between myself and Barack Obama, specifically because, and this was sort of the emphasis for writing the poem. <laughs> Uh, the question, I I was on an online dating site and I came home one day after having a really rough day in the classroom and I open up uh, my inbox and there is just the question, Obama question mark, um, as a response to, to my profile, my dating profile. Uh, and so that was why I decided to write this poem. Um, so I had this idea actually with, with this poem to... Um, print it out, make a, make like 150 copies and put it into everyone's mailbox in the department. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt when, when I wrote that poem, after I wrote the poem. And I talked to, to some colleagues about doing this and they all thought this was a great idea. And this was the, the end of a fall semester, maybe I want to say two years ago. It might've been one year ago. I'm not exactly sure. Um, uh, and I decided not to do that um, because I really wanted to put my name behind it. <laughs> and I didn't, the, the concept behind doing that was to just put it out there without a name on it, and I really wanted to own my words and my experiences. Um, so that's, that, that was the risk in publicizing it and let peop, letting people know. Uh, and so uh, instead of doing that, I went about trying to get it published, um, uh, and um, I submitted it.
2: So when you wrote this poem, did you feel that you faced any risks in writing the poem?
1: it was really more of the risk factor was in terms of publicizing it um, because i had these um these experiences that they're very that i i have lived and continue to live the experiences in the poem yeah yeah after it was published i got a lot of notes from people people came up to me in the hallways to say oh thank you for sharing that poem um uh i've i and I actually remember specifically going to um, there's a black graduate caucus that I'm a member of. Going to the caucus and another uh, caucus member coming up to me and saying like this poem like is, is like everything like my, you know, the the, the kinds of things I fe- feel on a daily basis. Um, you really like were on point in this poem and, and sort of bringing that up and getting it out to to other people so that they are aware of the kinds of those kinds of experiences. Yeah.
2: If you want to read or hear Lou's poem, go to the Academy of American Poets website or loumaraj.wordpress.com. That's L-O-U-M-A-R-A-J.wordpress.com. He has additional information on anti-racist pedagogy on his website as well. Thanks for listening to Write, Think, Teach, a product of the Writing Across the Curriculum program at the Center for the Study of Teaching and Writing at The Ohio State University.
0: Monkey on down, I'm a monkey to you, joke, juggler, clown, three races as they walk into a bar. Has anyone told you that you look, sound like Barack Obama? Yes, my ears are large, my skin's brown, yes, I articulate the slight academic on you like. Do you like me to dance twig, Dougie, my skit on out your white community? My bright, gold-teeth-skinned, jeweled, dental treasure chest? We sit. The black asks, ayo, what's going down? The brown thinks, how do I best word this mess? And always, already, terrorist. Found, gut once, by down tongue. Anger's insistence tastes good Chew the cud of most resistance